0: Hi, I'm Robbie Alampay. This September, we mark the 50th anniversary of Ferdinand Marcos' declaration of martial law. We will mark it, and every year we decide, we commit, we pledge to remember. Because it's the most natural thing to forget. It is also the easiest thing to just remain clueless about lives that seemingly or maybe in reality have no connection with your own. When I was still editor of Interaction.com, I was introduced not personally but simply through one of the interviews we produced to Trinidad Training Herrera. training was a community organizer in Tondo. She was tortured ako presidente, ako ng Zon-Wantan, organization, kung sino yung mga kakilala. Kung sabi ko, wala akong kakilala. Over the decades, she told to and to retold her ordeal, ordeal wading defiantly but undeniably scarred, well into the era of mocking trolls and history deniers. Eh, yung wired eh, pinaikot nila dito. Tapos di na kaganyan. Pagtatanong nila sa akin at hindi nila magustuhan, iikotin yung ano, yung parang field telephone, papasok yung Karen cakap tambang. Yeah. <laughs> she reminds, it's not enough to never forget. It's not even enough to remember. Dia ada na degrade. One has to keep Lawayan telling sa and retelling. Nambe sih yo nanggang saya, ni lagian panan tu beg, yung itu, yun inadesi yung ado ko, sapin sapa. For a decade now, we, and by we, I am referring to our team who founded and used to run Interaction and now the Puma podcast team we've built. For a decade now, we have annually been running one form or the other of what we call the Marshall Law Memory Project. Every time we run it, we take a few hundred photocopies of affidavits of the more than 10,000 human rights victims of the Marcos Dictatorship. Victims to whom the state has and will have to pay reparations. And then we invite Filipinos, people like you, to hold one random affidavit in your hand. We ask you to read it, as in out loud, just to yourself, but also into your computer or your phone. One key person who bridged the memory project from Interaction to Puma Podcast is Trisha Aquino. She's one of our co founders, now the head of production at Puma Podcast. There were Listen to things, Trisha's podcast wars, if you haven't. It's titled and How I Met Hundreds of martial Law Victims Over Five Days. Because then, that podcast is the reason for this podcast. Some were crookedly typewritten, some were in beautiful cursive. Others were in laborious scroll. Some descriptions were short, to the point. Meron iba mas mahusay pasat lahat ko Some people clearly had processed more than others. May affidavits na. Trisha was our youngest reporter at Interaction when we started the Memory Project. Now she is the one leading our young family of podcasters, the millennial leading the Gen Z into sharing in this blessed curse. But one man simply wrote, Una, Walang hintong bugbog sa lahat ng bahagi ng katawan. Pangalawa, Pagkuryente sa bayag. Pangatlo, Pagpapakain ng tae. Pangapat, Walang hintong interogasyon. As we did with Trisha back then, We are starting with our staff at Puma Podcast. Tayo muna. Us first. We want each of us, personally, to know what we are doing, why we are doing this, before we invite others to join in. So, Trisha, just like before, distributed the affidavits to our team. Then, just a couple of instructions. One, just read. No emotions. Informations reaching my family were to the effect that during the torture of my son, the father was made to appear by the torturers to witness his son's agony. As we keep reminding people, read it as if a teacher had called you to come to the front of the class. Read it for the sake of. I was brought out of my residence blindfolded and dumped in a room to start my solitary confinement for the next three years at the maximum security unit in Fort Bonifacio. And then, the second instruction, just keep going. You might end up with an affidavit typewritten in English or Filipino, or scrolled by hand in Bisaya, Tausug, Ilongo, Ilocano, Bikulano, Waray, whatever. There were torture victims for every language in these islands, to the point that torture needs no translation in any of our 7,000 islands. But I really did not know where my sister was. My head was dunked in a toilet bowl with shit and urine and they put me on top of an ice block. Over the 10 years we've been doing this, hundreds of Filipinos, mostly young, mostly students, have voiced these pained and painful memories of others. The 20 residents and celebrants of a wedding festival were simultaneously shot to death inside a mosque of Ganta, Datupiang, Magindanao, by the elements of the 35th Infantry Battalion of the Philippine Army. At every pop-up staging, we've done this in universities, small classrooms, auditoriums, at a museum, online, via Zoom. We do not too much but to play back to them what they read out. I was seven months pregnant with my eldest daughter when this happened. The military men brought me to their camp at Balok, Santo Domingo. The word for affidavit in Filipino is patotoo. Patotoo. I I personally love it. To my mind, it is an offering of truth or a lending of my truth. I also sometimes think it's like a plea for you to acknowledge my truth. Hear me. They tied and chained her to a bed, she said. They stripped her, tortured her. They They took a knife and threatened to lacerate lacerate my belly. belly. They told me that they will force my baby out if I do not answer them right. I screamed and cried for help, hoping that somebody outside the house could hear and help me. As one memory plays, we then ask another to play his or her recording. My child was born at the hospital near the camp. She was reared until we were transferred to Camp Olinbas, San Fernando Pampanga, and was detained for more than a year. Kararaan, Leon, and then another. Sa puloyan, 20 may years ago, may family and another. We keep doing this until in that one room with students holding their cell phones up high. The volumes set to max. Now by now, keep in mind that you're still only hearing 13 voices. Imagine 10,000 victims and actually more. All whispering, whimpering, declaring, plainly reciting, or desperately shouting. A mere hundred voices ultimately meld into a buzz. Each voice, a mere vibration, indistinguishable from the next. You can then imagine thousands of voices becoming a hiss, maybe even a hum. A hum is forgettable. It can surround us, and we can take it for granted, like cicadas or rustling leaves outside your window right now, or like the wind itself that had been whistling all the while that you had been driving. It may have always been there since you were born, like an echo from the Big Bang. You just have to be reminded that there is something beyond your reality. You need only to stop long enough to remember. And then you need to take time. You need to decide to take time to listen. It is one thing, after all, to recognize the white noise that has become ambient to living in the Philippines. It is another to wade into that static and to strain to hear any individual story. In the on-site stagings of our memory project, we play dozens of tracks of volunteers from small cheap speakers. We place the speakers behind heavy dark curtains or we plant them in various levels and every side in one small cubicle or maybe even a small room. You enter the static and it is all meaningless, all meaningless hum until you come closer and press your ears to isolate one whisper at a time. By the end of our exercise, people take their leave back to their own lives. But we remind them, you need to know just one story. Hold some person's affidavit literally in your hand. It's right there in your phone. You saw their name, their age, their marital status, their hometown and province. And you will have heard their voice as if it were your own. Because for a moment, it was. They will still forget. Like most forget that September 21 is coming up again. Like most don't realize that this will in fact be the 50th. September 21, since 1972. Even among the hundreds who have taken part and the thousands who have heard, like affidavits gathering dust in some lawyer's garage, your own voice will just be another file in just another phone. Until, that is, you remember. Or someone bugs you to remember. But even as you lose memory, you will, by the end of this exercise, have one thing in common with these victims. Just this, that at this moment, like Tresha, you are burdened and cursed. Because like a martial law human rights victim, you will have been deprived of a right. If we did this right, you're under arrest you have no right to deny you have no right I'm Robbie Alampai. please do consider sharing this with a friend and again if you haven't yet listen to Trisha Aquino's podcast on how she met hundreds of martial law victims in five days follow Puma Podcast and Teka Teka to find it Ulitin kulang. we are doing the memory project again. And this time, through the magic and power of podcasts, we are just going to keep it up there. Up here, wherever you're listening. And if you would like to lend your voice, email us at teka.teka@puma.podcast.com. at pumapodcast.com. Maraming salamat po.